Blog Talk Radio. But Obama wants to own the word fair in the phrase middle class. And yet, who has done more destruction to working people in this country than Obama? Why isn't it proper to point out the Democrat base is made up, for the most part, of the nation's losers? Free enterprise can do a better job of producing the things that people need than government can. Less government and less taxes and more freedom for the people. Iran, Cuba, Venezuela, these countries are tiny compared to the Soviet Union. On this Memorial Day, as our nation honors its unbroken line of fallen heroes, and I see many of them in, in the audience here today.
you're awake, don't forget the right. We'll think of you every day and night. Folks, and welcome to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones, Doctor of Philosophy from the College of William and Mary. Big shout out to the second oldest college in the United States of America and attended by none other than Thomas Jefferson himself. Hey, today's date, August 21st, 2012, United States of America, planet Earth. Third planet from the sun. The first promo, the intro, uh, was uh, put together by my good friend David Graham of Stay Mad Radio and the author of Stay Mad. Although he has yet to deliver my latest promos for 2020 Radio, GGT 183, and Southern Sense, as you can hear, or as you have heard, he does some fine promos. And the second was done by a good friend of my good friend, Rush Limbaugh, Paul Shanklin, a great comedian who has been providing us, and more specifically, 
uh, uh, rush with promos uh, since, uh, what, uh, 2000... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since 2000, uh, well, well, since uh, 1998. Okay, so here we are. Obama suspends elections, declares himself a convert to Islam. Ooh, I love to dance a little sidestep. Now they see me, now they don't. I've come and gone. And ooh, I love to sweep around the wide step. Cut a little swap and leave the people alone. Obama. Well, Charles Durning from the movie The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, but it could also apply to our president. Those lyrics are from Do Little Sidestep. From the musical Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Obama has consistently bashed the Constitution. From his 2001 interview with NPR to his redistribution chat with Joe the Plumber. To his threat to govern without Congress. All the way up to his recent not-so-veiled threat to the justices of the Supreme Court. Obama exposes his disdain of the Constitution of the United States of America. So, the word is out among my military brethren, who shall be nameless for fear of retribution, and a great many of the public who are concerned that as of now, as of today, as of this week, the election is pretty much going south for Obama. He has organizational problems. He's got money problems. Last month he spent more than he took in. His campaign hardly resembles that of of 2008. So the rumor is, the rumor among us conspiracy theorists, or should I put some, put, should I put should I put it that in the rabbit ears and, and the quote? Obama will suspend elections if Rom- Romney looks like a winner. The legislation has already passed, has already been passed, allowing Obama to declare martial law and to suspend elections. The things that happen when the press are complicit and the electorate is ignorant. Those brave enough to protest the dictator. Barack Hussein Obama will find themselves in FEMA camps located throughout the United States of America. Yes, this seems far-fetched, doesn't it? But who would have believed, who would have believed that a totally unknown and secretive man of so little talent and experience and intellect could usurp the presidency of the United States of America? Who would have thought that virtually no authority in the U.S. has any power or any will to force an interloper to prove his credentials? As we spoke about yesterday with uh, one angry Jew. Imagine. Could this be a novel or a movie? If it were, would you believe it for a second? But here we are, between a rock and a hard place. If our candidate looks to sweep this evil 
from the Oval Office. Obama could very well shut down democracy. If Obama wins the election, he shuts down the Constitution, caving to Putin on national defense, granting citizenship for demographic changing numbers of illegals and third worlders. Redistribution of wealth. On the first day of Ramadan, 2013, the prediction is Obama will declare himself a converted uh, that he has converted to uh, Islam. Any thoughts? <laughs> the call-in number is three four seven eight eight four eighty five hundred. I see I've got uh, two callers on the line: Piston Pilot and David Graham, who's Blog talk name I find very difficult to <laughs> to pronounce, but I'm sure he'll stre- set me straight. Now, before we get to our calls, I got this idea yesterday while engaging uh, in a call with one angry Jew, and then the idea was really fortified in my head to go on with tonight in reading an article. In the American Thinker, an article that I often uh, publish, the article was written by Stella Paul. And Stella writes often for the American Thinker, as do I. So I urge you to go to the American Thinker whenever you can and either join and post your own blogs there or read as much as you can because these are real Americans folks a lot of these folks aren't even professionals so here we go the article reads let's go there if Obama thinks he's losing will he allow safe and fair elections on November 6th and if he does lose will he peacefully turn over power to Mitt Romney on January 20th 2013 or will he cling to power by any means necessary, as highly placed insiders alleges, alleged, alleges. Now, I'm truly sorry to raise such disgusting, un-American, crazy-sounding questions. But alas, this is not crazy. And I've got a, a disquieting amount of evidence. The Democrats have already accused Romney of murdering a woman, with cancer, no doubt, no less, financial felonies, and not filing taxes for 10 years. The last charge delivered by Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid on the Senate floor on the basis of absolutely no evidence whatsoever. He heard something from a guy who heard something from a guy who heard something from some other dude. By Democrat standards, I've got enough proof to put away Obama for life without parole. Whatever chicanery Obama and his investors may be contemplating, it will probably unfold against some gargantuan crisis, manufactured or otherwise. So cast your mind back to September 11, 2001, the day of the New York mayoral primary. In the chaos after the attacks, Mayor Rudolph Giuliani 
who was term limited from running, pledged that his leadership was essential and that he should be granted an extra three months in office after his term ran out on January 1. Giuliani's unprecedented power grab was rightfully scorned by his eventual successor, Michael Bloomberg. So what did Bloomberg do when he ran into term limits? He deployed his multi-billion dollar fortune to manipulate the law and buy himself a quasi-legal third term, claiming that only he had the expertise to handle the 2008 financial crisis. And the point is, politicians, a great deal more conventional than Obama, have loathed giving up power. And they have used crisis and unethical machinations to try to keep it. Now let's look at just some of the disturbing evidence that indicates that Obama and his investors are plotting something big. First, the article reads, Super High Level Trial Balloons. The article goes on to state, USA Today reported that September 27, 2011, Governor Beverly Pardue, Democrat of North Carolina, told Rotary Club, told a Rotary Club audience, I think we ought to suspend, perhaps, elections for Congress for two years. And just tell them we won't hold it against them. Whatever decisions they make, to just let them help the country recover. And you want people to worry about the next election? When outrage greeted her suggestion, she retreated to the standard defense. <laughs> she was just joking. I was just kidding. I was just funning. After all, they are in North Carolina. So they don't kid. They fun. Yeah, you know, that's what Andy said. He was just funning. But uh, meanwhile, that same month, Peter Orsag, Obama's former director of the Office of Management and Budget, published an article in the New Republic titled, Too Much of a Good Thing? Why We Need Less Democracy. I should have put that in quotes. In it, he poised that the country was too polarized. Hence, radical as it sounds, we need to counter the gridlock of our political institutions by making them a bit less democratic. Please note that these suggestions to suspend elections and radical, radically reduce democratic control did not come from basement-dwelling bloggers like myself. <laughs> they came from the governor, the governor of the very state in which the Democrats are holding their national con convention, and from one of Obama's most prominent cabinet members. Their close timing suggests that these ideas were cultivating at the highest level of the Democrat power elite. So here we go. Here we go. The question is, could it? Could it be that Obama would somehow suspend elections 
if the writing becomes even more evidently on the wall? I ask the question. We'll take a short break. We'll come right back and then we'll take our calls. See what they think. Oh, and you can call in too. The calling number is 347-884-8500. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We'll be right back. Obama was in the recording studio. He's pulling out all the stops to try to make sure he is properly understood on all of this. Who's the one who gave you success? And white comedian Paul Shanklin uh, doing the vocal portrayal there, Barack Obama. My journey to America can be traced back to the independence of India, the land of my fathers. 
Barack Obama's journey to America can be traced back to the independence of Kenya, the land of his fathers. Tonight, because of what we did on this day, in this election, at this defining moment, change has come to America. The U.S. government has not had a budget for over a thousand days and counting. What he's doing is pitting one class of Americans against another. And we can't afford the same political games and tactics that always pit us against one another. We are all shaped by our past, and we carry elements of the past into the future. But we have to be careful, because nothing can rob the future quite as much as the debt. Congress refuses to ask that I have an obligation as president to do what I can without that. Let's be realistic for a minute. Am I cooking? Let me take a look at this, huh? Is this what happened in professional wrestling? Huh? Very cocky. A lot of charisma. The most well-known, the best-looking, the best-dressed. Custom-made clothes. Gold around my neck. Rolex watch around my neck. I choose more than your house. Drive a Lincoln Continental, a Mercedes, a Rolls, or a Corvette. Live in the biggest house on the biggest side of town. Shit here, please. And I got a living thing stuck out there a mile long with quarter. All right, that was the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Hey, check this out. The new movie came out, and I was there. I'm on the list. Oh, yeah, I'm going to brag, because Ric Flair, my main man, just just threw some stuff out there, so I'm going to throw it out here, too. Here's the deal. I'm on the list, before the list, before that list, before the other list for the superstars. So I get there at the premiere of 2016 Barack Obama's <laughs> uh, Barack Obama's America. I got the shrimp. I got the champagne. I got the shrimp cocktail with shrimp as big as your fist. I'm chilling. It's all good. The movie rolls. It is fantastic and and chilling. All at the same time. You have got to see this documentary, this movie. 2016. Barack Obama's America. It tells you all about Barack Obama. All the things you didn't know, that you thought you knew, that we think we know. We don't know. This movie is a blockbuster. And of course, as usual, it's not getting any play in the mainstream media, but you got to be there. And also, this coming October, Atlas Shrugged, Part 2. I got tickets, baby. I already got tickets. That's right. And if you buddy up to me and suck up just enough, I got some tickets for you, baby. And I'm talking about tickets before the guys who get the tickets before the A list. I'm like the triple A list before the A1 list. And you can get in. And you can have shrimp cocktail and champagne and horse divorce and chow down and rub elbows and hobnob in your tux rented or 
if you've got one in your closet, or a kilt, as I wear sometimes, and just chill. So let the sucking up and the ass kissing begin, and you'll get some of these free tickets I've got. All right, enough joking around. I'm going to take my callers now. Uh, let's start with David Graham. David, you're on with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. What do you think about all this talk about uh, Obama suspending elections? It's possible. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. How are you? Good. good. Stop whining about the promo. I sent it to you. No, no. Oh, yeah. You sent me a promo, promo I already have, dude. Oh, that's the one. That's the one I already have. Well, then that's that's the one you asked for. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, all right. So, so uh, if uh, you're saying in the American Thinker thing, I, I glanced at that article earlier, yeah. um, and uh, you're saying that if uh, if Obama's feeling like the uh, Romney will win, he'll um, suspend elections or impose martial law or do something like that. I I'm I'm saying that that is the concern by this uh, this uh, blogger here mm-hmm. in the in the American Thinker article uh Stella Paul who writes, you know, a, a lot of stuff. And I'm also saying um the Detroit Free Press is coming out, the Canada Free Press is coming out with this kind of talk. Uh, uh, what else? What else I've got here? I've got the the Wall Street Journal and the Western Center for Journalism. They're coming out with stuff. Nice. In the matter of just a couple of weeks, WNDs come out with something. Mm. Executive order panic, martial law in the U.S. You think uh, some of it might be psyops or uh, or um, you know just uh, disinformation? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm what, what will happen? What What will happen? What will be the reaction of the liberal media if he did that? Would they defend him? Well, I suspect that the liberal the liberal media would defend him, and stating that, well, you know, he's, you know, he, he, that, that America is just too uh, polarized. That. Um, you know that we've that he's still got a lot to do, and uh, you know it's not the you know. Uh, you know, I, I'm i suspecting that, uh, you know, this is something that, um, you know, they're throwing up trial balloons all the time regarding this issue. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying it. I'm not suggesting that it could happen. Because I think that if it did, America would rise up and defeat that effort. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. And I also, I also believe that the Oath Keepers, who I number myself as one, would help to stand in the way of that as well. And mm-hmm. I don't believe that the military would go along with it either. And he would have to have military support. There, there are, I mean, the number of Secret Service agents that could protect him in the event of something like this is minuscule compared to, you know, if even if half of the military decided they weren't going to go down with it. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually plausible. It's not going to happen. And now we bring in one angry Jew... And let's hear what he says. Right on time. I say it's not going to happen. Well, I say it's not going to happen, but there's a lot of concern about it. But I'm sure that you're saying the reason why you say it won't happen doesn't match up with mine. All right, well, let's hear it. One, we're already living under martial law. We already live under a suspended constitution. 
Constitution has been suspended since 1933 when Roosevelt declared a national emergency. And if you read his inaugural address, I think from his second inauguration, or the inauguration right before in 1933, you'll uh, listen to him and say that he is fighting an emergency as if he was fighting a war on the soil of America. I don't, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. That we're fighting an enemy as if it was we were being invaded on our own shores, and he's going to do what he needs to do. So he declared the emergency. The emergency was declared in '33. The emergencies do not sunset; they do every two years, unless the president declares another national emergency. Well, how many national emergencies do you think Bill Clinton uh, filed? Hundreds. If uh, Libya, if Muammar Gaddafi burped, Bill Clinton would would uh, write out a national emergency because uh, Muammar Gaddafi burped in Libya. It's a national emergency in America. But what it did was it makes sure that the original national emergency doesn't sunset, doesn't stop. So we're already living under uh, diminished constitutional rights. And if you want proof of that, uh, find some of these uh, now old Japanese-looking Americans who spent time in concentration camps right here in American soil. So all the schmucks that say it can't happen, well, it did happen. And they took the Japanese-looking people, people with slanted eyes like my son, and threw them in gulags in America. And they also threw Italians in there, too. I'm not exactly sure why, but... Uh, maybe it seemed like the right thing to do. But where was their writ of habeas corpus? Where was their right to the writ of habeas corpus at the time? How did they get thrown in a gulag? War and emergency powers. We have been living under war and emergency powers for most of us our entire lives. And we're not the only country because they do things what's called model legislation. Model legislation gets written and they do what they call around the world harmonization. So all of a sudden you see laws popping up all over the, the world, different countries, but they all look the same. Same thing with the war and emergency powers. I remember years ago listening to a, a newscast about Jews that had uh, been um, that had money in England, and they were uh, thrown out of their homes. They uh, England took the money, and when they tried to get their money back, this was 10 years ago, they tried to get their money back, England used war and emergency powers as the reason why they couldn't have their own money or their property or anything else that was uh, that they duly owned because it had been garnished or taken by the government. And the government said, well, because we have war and emergency powers and it's an emergency, then we took it, and there's nothing you can do about it. So they're not going to suspend the Constitution. They're not going to suspend the elections, mainly because Romney is in on the game. Romney is, was apparently spotted at Bilderberg in Chantilly, Virginia. Now, four years prior, they were in Virginia when Barack Obama got the nod that he was going to be the heir apparent. And now Romney's been seen at Bilderberg, and Romney's probably in on the same 
plan than Obama is. So there's not going to be, it's not a major catastrophe that Romney gets in there because all of this is just to keep us busy, keep our tongues wagging and keep our eye off the ball. And that ball was something that happened six years ago, which was NORTHCOM said, hey, we're going to bring the Army into America, 200,000 troops. We're going to cycle troops out of uh, combat and bring them back here. And they're going to help with things like crowd control and quelling uh, rebellion. So all of a sudden, posse comitatus be damned to get rid of that. We don't need any of that kind of stuff. And we've got the military in the streets. And the military has been seen helping doing things such as uh, drunk stops, helping local police, doing photo ops, cutting people out of cars. However, the military has no business on the streets of America with guns. That's a place when you go to Venezuela and uh, the guy's walking down the street with a submachine gun. Well, for the government. One AJ, um, the um, the uh, I think it was the uh, whose administration was it that uh, sent the Marines? No, no, it was not the the Marines. It was the uh, it was MacArthur. It was a he was a young uh, a young uh, colonel at the time who put down the bonus marchers who were in uh, Lafayette Park across from the White House who were squatting there. Burned it down to the ground to uh, to get them off the streets, and then of course there were the Marines who were guarding the mail uh, when bandits were um, were attacking the mail back in the, the early uh, 19, uh, 1919, 1920. Uh, military folks have um, you know helped to participate uh, in uh, in uh, putting down um, you know rioters and insurrection, uh, even you know with uh, posse comitatus in, in effect. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't. Well, military so much... being being the National Guard or the Army. Well, the Army and the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps was tasked with the uh, with the objective of uh, securing the mail. And who did that? I I believe it was um uh, uh um. My goodness, I'm having brain lock. The man who started, the the president who um, sent uh, warriors over to fight World War One. What's his name? I can't think of it. I don't know why. I'm, I don't have my coffee. Uh, Need your come on, machine. help me out here. Your espresso machine, dog. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't think of his name. He was uh, president from 19, uh, 1918, uh, 19, 1916 to 1918, uh, 1920. Um, I can't think of his name at the moment. It'll come to me. Um, the thing is, um, I don't know why I cannot come up with that president's name. Woodrow Wilson? Boom! There it is. Yeah, I was going to say Wilson, too, but I thought that was later. No, no, no. It was, it was at that time. Uh, you say? Yes, Wilson was a horrible president. Yes, he was. And, and, and a, he, I'll tell you who I think was the finest president that we had in this century, or the last century. Mm-hmm. And that's a tie between Ronald Reagan and JFK. Mm-hmm. I would I would think um, Ronald Reagan and uh, Abraham Lincoln. No, Abraham Lincoln. Well, that's not. He's not in this uh, this century. Yeah. Uh, JFK. JFK gets 
not enough credit for what he did. I think JFK was a patriot. I think so too. Uh, um, you know, his personal misgivings aside, you know, he he indeed was a patriot. But let's get back to what you said about Mitt Romney and Barack Obama being in cahoots. I believe and, they're the same head on the on a double-headed coin. So then, why the charade of? Uh, and I said charade. Did you hear Keeps that? You busy. College, 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 that whole college background. I, uh, otherwise, I would say charade. It keeps us busy. All right, I'm making fun of myself, and nobody's paying attention. All right, I so it right. keeps us busy. I'm gonna say it again. So he keep, it keeps us busy while they go. Or while they All right. The what whole, is, what the is most of America involved with right now? Democrats bad, Republicans good. However, mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I think the Republicans. Well, well, I don't like liberals. I don't. I can't think like they do. I never was a liberal. I can't put my head into thinking uh, as a liberal thinks any more than I can speak a language incorrectly. You know, when you hear a foreigner speak a language such as English and they make a mistake, and they say to you, well, what did I say? You can't repeat it because your head can't get You can't wrap your head around it. I can't wrap my head around that either. However, I listen to the pontification of the Republican Party. You know, we're so good and we're for freedom, and we want to make the government smaller. But I specifically remember George Bush campaigning right there in front of Al Gore, telling everybody how he was going to not grow government and make the government smaller. Well, he didn't do that. He didn't do that in spades. He grew the government not as much as Obama. Nobody believed anybody could grow the government as much as Obama has grown it. But George Bush did indeed grow the government. And George Bush also... Uh, came out with all sorts of things uh, that are really unconstitutional. The uh, the Patriot Act uh, certainly should not pass constitutional muster, but Bush was all behind it. So you've got the Republicans who then just turned around just recently, uh, right before New Year's, and gave Obama the National Defense Authorization Act and said, hey, part of that is you can declare anybody an enemy combatant or whatever you want to declare them, and they disappear forever. So so let me ask you this. You say you say that the point is moot. Yes. Okay. And uh, what do you what do you think about this David? Uh, do you believe that the game is rigged? Uh to to a degree. Um you know, I got a I got a chapter on the Bilderbergs in my uh, Stay Mad book. Mhm. Um, you know, I I've um I I just kind of like put down what I found, you know, in some research. But I've since learned um, that uh, it, it's it's in a category. Not that I, you know, not that I'm going to discount that whole that whole thing. But there are rabbit holes that suck people in. And um, now, one angry Jew. I'm not saying that you fall into this category, but I have known some people will will talk to me about uh, about. Um, you know the the devil worship stuff that they do. What what, what I'm trying to think of. of You're talking about Bohemian Grove. That and and uh, you know and, and and the rich people are so you know they're they're so rich that they can afford. What, what's the other one? The uh, um, uh, like a, a special group of people that get the trained. trilateral commission. The no no a special group of people that get trained from birth to just do to be. Uh, oh man. I, it's, 
not Special K or anything. I'm trying to think of what the heck it was. Uh, I'm glad somebody else is suffering from uh, brain well, but let's, let's issues. Clear. But, but, what, but, but let me let me just let me just continue on with this. I I think you know that that um, some of that stuff is out there as disinformation, and it's for it's example a way to well I can't think of the the category that I'm that I'm trying you to think, think the Bilderbergs are out there for disinformation. No, 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 no. no. Uh, they're the people that look in that same direction for, you know, for everything. I I understand about the Bilderberg. I know I know a lot about it. I know what they, you know, I know how they guide well, Tell me what you think the Bilderbergs are. What are they? Excuse me? What are they? What are the Bilderbergs? It's a group of ultra elite leaders in all different segments of society and the world and, and nations that get together and they give and they report on what their area uh, of expertise is and they get uh, they have a they have steering committees that kind of guide the direction of things well if you did this this then that would that piece of the puzzle would fit in and they do things at at the highest highest level do you think it's a coincidence that the Bilderbergs met in Chantilly Virginia at the Marriott no. in 2007 right before no. Barack Obama's election and they met just 2 months ago in the very same place and it's not a coincidence that for a little while uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton disappeared and as I said yesterday, I don't know if you heard it, that's the same day that Barack Obama took his press corps and said, hey, folks, we're all going to Chicago. Now, he didn't travel on the press corps airplane. He traveled on his own plane. He and he didn't get on the airplane. One of the press corps saw him get into a limo and drive off the airport property. There's a video that you can search easily of Gibbs, who was the uh, his... Um, campaign chairman of them grilling Gibbs and asking uh, Robert Gibbs why are they not covering where he's going? Well, he wants some privacy. So, question was where to go? And we all heard, we all remember that. He went to Pelosi's house. He went to Hillary's house. He and Hillary went somewhere. Meanwhile, Hillary was supposed to be the heir apparent. Hillary should have been a a uh, the winner in that particular uh, race, but I think she stepped back because she was given something else. I think somebody told her to step back, just like I think, I think somebody Rom- tells yeah. Romney. I think Romney stepped back because he was promised the next time around. Doc, I've told you that. I yeah, yeah, you have. I just, I, I, I just like what I, what I'd like is a little bit more evidence that that this is what's occurring. I'm not saying. I certainly wouldn't suggest that this is far-fetched it's crazy talk it's conspiracy theorists it's 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 lunacy it's 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 just it's paranoid delusional i wouldn't suggest any of that because i don't know but i want to know i want to know okay one angry jew put some put some stuff out there that are factual but what i'd like is a little bit more meat you know Why we've got the we've got the bread we've got we've got a couple of slices of bologna I want some cheese and I want a couple more slices. Oh, of I'll give you some mustard too. Why does the press not cover it? Why 
uh, does Paul Guigot, who is the the editorial board chairman of the Wall Street Journal, also at Bilderberger and at present at the meetings, why doesn't the Wall Street Journal cover the Bilderberg meetings? Only this year, the first time, has any mainstream media even acknowledged that the Bilderbergs exist, that they were here in America. But the stories didn't center on the fact that they were here in America and what they were doing. The stories all centered on the people that followed the Bilderbergers around so that they could portray them as kooks. So how did they get the cover from the media? I mean total blackout. You go searching for the Bilderberg meeting in Chantilly, Virginia in 2007, uh, I guess 2007-2008, and you try to find that in any mainstream media publication, you're not going to find it. But you'll find it in things like Alex Jones and some of the uh, World Net Dailies. You'll find it there. But right. you won't find it in any mainstream media. So how who controls the mainstream media so completely that they can block it out? When two queens, one king, come to America... Don't get a White House reception. Don't get met at the airport. Don't get a state dinner. No, they stay at the Marriott in Chantilly, Virginia. That's where they go. They don't go to the finest hotel. Was it a five-star or what? It's a four-star Marriott. It's a a Marriott. I don't consider Marriott's the greatest places to stay. It doesn't matter. It's It's not a place for royalty. And there's no article about the... Uh, people coming, Queen Beatrice, the uh, uh, I guess it's the King of Spain and the Queen of Norway or, or who, one of the, the Norwegian countries. But it doesn't get any press. Nobody talks about it. Nobody writes about it. It's not talked about in the local papers. It's not talked about in the na- national media. I would think that two uh, queens and a king showing up at the airport, that's news. Because if Lady Gaga shows a butt cheek in uh, Ronald <laughs> Reagan Airport, it's all over the media, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. And but, rightly but, so. But I'm kings a- and queens coming to America get no press. And I'm supposed to believe that? Sorry, i gotta, I got to cry shenanigans on that You one. know what? And I, and I, agree, I agree with you, uh, uh, 1AJ. But listen, here, but, but the, the fact remains that – and you know what? I cannot agree – with either you or as as vaguely as uh as David uh, uh agrees that uh, the game is rigged and that well, Obama and Mitt Romney are in cahoots they're just kind of battling it out and and throwing slinging mud and name calling because be, just for show and that uh you know if, and that at the end of at the end of the day uh, November um, that uh, Romney's going to be president, and, and he and, and they just put on a big show for us. Well, let me ask you for some clarification here. You cannot believe it, or you will not believe it. I cannot believe it because I have no I have no real evidence. Here's where here's where I'm coming around a little bit um, on, on that. Now, everybody says you know, well, people can say whatever they want to to be elected. They can you know they have a record and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he picked Paul Ryan, and that is an action, and that is saying what he plans on doing for the next four years. And it's totally in the opposite direction of of what Obama has been doing. Mm-hmm. So see an action like that, 
He's not just saying what he needs to say to be elected. That is, is an action. Paul yeah. is, you know, is, is, as conservative, you know, he has a record of being so. so yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Bilderbergs overlooked him or something. But, uh, you know, you know what I mean? It, th- that's an action that I've seen. To, and I stepped back and I said, well, all right, you know, all right. Then, then that's a statement as, you know, for the next four years, he's going to have the advice and consent, uh, you know, or... or uh, you know, at least the influence of uh, a true conservative. He's trying. You know, he's he's trying. Well, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I don't think he's a true conservative. A conservative wouldn't vote for the NDAA to suspend the Constitution and constitutional rights and give the president dictatorial powers. A true conservative would not do that. In fact, a liberal well, all right, wouldn't so, do so that either. So, well, hold on. Now, so what do you propose? Well, that's a you, very open-ended open question. Well, and let, let me ask this. And you say all, all is lost and all this and that. It's all rigged and, and Oh, this. I can get, Oh, you want my answer to what to do about it? Get what? out of the way. Get out of the way. What do you mean? Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Fight another, yeah. I want you to think of the, the movie A Fish Called Wanda. Both mm-hmm. of you both remember the movie? Yes. Remember the ending? Yes. He's standing with his feet stuck in cement, and uh, the, uh, uh, the the brick guy who he was beaten up on and given all the hard time is uh, riding the steamroller. And he's standing there realizing that all of a sudden he needs to get his feet out of the cement, but he can't. And he gets run over by the steamroller. And even though the steamroller is rolling slowly, it still runs him over, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it does. He didn't get out of the way. Well, how, do, how does it... So we I mean, get out of the way. I, I understand the metaphor, but how does that how does that translate to uh, to uh, to this scenario? This is not something you can stop. This is so much bigger than you, me, and everybody else. You can't stop it. So basically, you're suggesting one AJ that we're we're all pawns in a game of chess, yes. and we're not yes. players, and we'll never be players. The whole game is rigged. Yes. I I I I can't I can't I can't I can't agree with that. Well, tell me why. And the only reason why I can't agree with it is because, you know, I I, I one would think that there would be some uh, some some serious evidence that that is indeed the case. I know I understand you know, and I I agree I agree that to a certain extent that a lot of what's happening is out of our control. That uh, we have that that as in life, as in everything in life, we only have the illusion of control. We're not in control of anything. Being a sitting, is that his Skype or mine? Yeah, I think it. I think it's. uh, I think it's. uh, I think it's his. Uh, Okay, you're breaking up a little bit, but continue, please. Try again. You. I'm name. Remember Kurt Weldon? I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, really? you're you're breaking you're breaking up, uh, AJ. Make sure I'm not on my. All right, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna I'll help and I'll call right back. All right, we'll be right here. You, you know this. You know I I think that uh, one AJ has a point. However, I can't do it. I I can't get, you know I can't surrender. Because that's what it seems like. 
No, no, I don't. I do believe that we don't have control over anything. We have what's considered to be the illusion of control. We certainly don't have control over the elections, although, you know, there 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 are a great many who would who would think that we do. But I don't believe. I don't believe, and I I can't because simply because there's no evidence, and I ref- I don't believe that the government. That, that that Mitt Romney and Barack Obama are somehow in league together to throw the election. I've heard this kind of talk when when uh, uh, during the uh, during the election uh, between um, b- between George Bush and uh, and uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> I am not doing Al well Gore. today. Yeah, um, go Al- ahead. Al Gore, you say? Not Al Gore. Um. The, um uh, uh, Teresa Hines' husband. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Carrie. Jones. Yes, Carrie. Um, they both, you know, I heard that, you know, that they were both skull and bones. You, and you remember the important one. <laughs> yeah, they're both skull and bones, and that they, you know, they attended the same, you know, they're they're both part of the same, uh, you know, fraternity, and you know, this the whole game was rigged. You know, I know for a fact that the guy, those two guys hated each other. I, well, at least I know that. Uh, you know, one one disliked the other terribly, even though they were both skull and bones. It didn't make any difference. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, the question of the day, and 1AJ is back, the question of the day is, you know, will we see, you know, the, all the talk all day long today in the blogosphere, not certainly not on mainstream news. You you certainly won't find it there. Is will Barack Obama suspend elections if it becomes clear that he will lose this election? Will he find a way to say, well, there's there's things that are going on. It's too important. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna suspend elections and declare a national emergency. Now, one H A who is back. Says that well, that's been the case since 1933. Well, if that's the case, and I, I don't dispute that, certainly not. But if that is the case, then why has every other president besides uh, Roosevelt uh, served only two terms when the opportunity presented itself and then left peacefully? That's really not enough to get a point, even. We can't, I can't make out what you're saying. Dude. Are you still? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not It's not going good. good. We're getting there. Yeah. Fifth syllable. And one angry Jew right in the chat room. Do you not think that McCain threw the election to Obama? No, no, I do not. I don't I think don't he think threw it. I think he was stupid. Well, hey, let's take a while. While, while one angry Jew shorts out, uh, search, short, <laughs> search. Uh, sh- oh my goodness! You know what? I need that triple vente white mocha. I just gotta have it, otherwise I can't even speak English language anymore. Let's take a listen to this clip briefly while one angry Jew sorts out his uh, digital issues, and we'll come right back and we'll, we'll ask some questions, and then we'll wrap up the show. During debates on the banker bailout bill on the floor of Congress last week, Congressman Brad Sherman made a startling revelation. Many of us were told in private conversations 
that if we voted against this bill on Monday, that the sky would fall, the market would drop two or 3,000 points the first day, another couple thousand the second day, and a few members were even told that there would be martial law in America if we voted no. Martial law is defined as the rule by military authorities imposed on a civilian population. According to an article in the Army Times last month, the administration's threats of implementing martial law is not idle talk. In this shocking article, the U.S. Army admits they're bringing a combat team back from Iraq to continue their mission in America and that this combat team will be assigned to NORTHCOM to assist in the event of civil unrest in crowd control through non-lethal weaponry. This deployment is of course in direct violation of long-standing laws known as Posse Comitatus and the Insurrection Act, which strictly prohibit the U.S. Army from policing American citizens on American soil. While such extraordinary steps toward the open implementation of martial law on the streets of America might seem like the Bush administration's last-ditch effort to keep the public in check while they rob the Treasury of hundreds of billions for their banker friends, it is crucial to understand that this is only the final stage in a careful plan that has been unfolding for decades through both Republican and Democrat administrations. Government plans to suspend the Constitution and effect martial law have been taking place behind the scenes under continuity of government contingencies first exposed in the mid-1980s and raised by Congressman Jack Brooks during the Iran-Contra hearings. Colonel North, in your work at the uh, NSC, were you not assigned at one time to work on plans for the continuity of government in the event of a major disaster? Mr. Chairman, I believe that question touches upon a highly sensitive and classified area, so may I request that you not touch upon that, sir? I was particularly concerned, Mr. Chairman, because I read in Miami papers and several others that there had been a plan uh, developed by that same agency, a contingency plan in the event of emergency that would suspend the American Constitution. And I was deeply concerned about it and wondered if that was the area in which he had worked. Uh, yeah, I, I most respectfully request that that matter not be touched upon at this stage. If we wish to get into this, I'm certain arrangements can be made for an executive session. Urban warfare drills took place throughout the 90s, with American troops training with foreign soldiers to arrest and detain U.S. citizens. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Hey, we're going over a little bit tonight, uh, but uh, I'd like to get some feedback to this uh, idea that there will be martial law in 2012 if it appears as though Barack Obama will not win the election. Now, we've got one one angry Jew back, one AJ, he's back. He suggests that the point of that whole conversation is moot because the game is rigged. Romney 
and Obama are in cahoots, and that well, the not in cahoots with each other, not in cahoots with each other. Okay, taking their orders from the same people. All right, there we go. Taking their orders from the same people, uh, so they're basically chess pieces on the board as well. Uh, but higher and yes, they they yeah. may be uh, rooks. Okay, now and you sound great, by the way. So what they're do you? Not, think they're not. They're not pawns. Okay. Well, so, I'm still on. I'm still on Skype. I just use Skype as a phone, not as a Skype to Skype thing. Got it. BTR sometimes has problems with that. I brought up the uh, uh, Kurt Weldon because I said that not even being a sitting congressman, a high-ranking sitting congressman, can help you. Mm-hmm. What did Kurt, Kurt Weldon do? Kurt Weldon is no longer a congressman. Why? Because the Justice Department went after him. On, I don't even know if they if they convicted him or not or what they did, but they went after him right at a crucial time when he was running for re-election as the congressman. And why why did they come after him? What did Kurt Weldon do to uh, annoy the people to sort of keep things going? Well, Kurt Weldon kept talking about Operation Able Danger. You know what it is? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Kurt Weldon is the one that championed why they were going after Lieutenant Colonel Anthony Schaefer. Why were they trying to ruin his military career? Why didn't they acknowledge that Colonel Schaefer had uncovered the names of all the quote-unquote terrorists and given it to the Clinton White House? Well, they didn't like that. And now Kurt Weldon is no longer a congressman. So if a sitting congressman can't survive it, what makes you think you can? John Gri- John John Griffin writes in the um, WIND opinion that the gloves are off, and any attempted pretense is over. Obama is no longer seeking to cover the legitimacy of his rule by his executive fiat, boldly proclaiming that Congress is irrelevant and that quote we can't wait end quote. Obama is treading on a dangerous path with. Painfully evident historical parallels. To this end, he is openly and transparently stroking the flames of radical violence. And did not George Bush do exactly the same thing that Obama did and is doing? Did not George Bush make an end run around Congress and come up with all this stuff? Hey, we could torture people because I found a lawyer who would write an opinion and say that it's perfectly constitutional to do so. George Bush sidestepped the Congress in all sorts of ways after 9-11. And the reason why I love the harp on 9-11 is because it's used as the linchpin, as the reason why I must give up my rights, why you must give up your rights, why we have to to abridge the privileges and immunities of you 14th Amendment subject citizens. 1AJ, if George Bush did all that, and I'm not, and he did... He did do a lot of things that I found to be uh, out of line and certainly not so constitutional, but, you know, there were no challenges. Just no, that's there the point. There are no challenges. To, to, to Obama, and that certainly doesn't make it right. That, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who's challenging Obama? Well, no one. I'm saying there that's, was no but challenge. But that's exactly the same like, thing. No, no challenge. No. They didn't challenge George Bush. They let him do what he did. They they didn't say, hey, we're challenging the constitutionality of this. Nope. Congress didn't say, hey, we're going to challenge that executive order, which they could do. They didn't do that. They didn't do that with Bush. They didn't do that with Daddy Bush. 
They didn't do that with Obama. They did it with no one. They let them do exactly what they want to do. And maybe the one who challenges it will end up like Kurt Weldon. Well, I, 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 you know what? I, I understand what you're saying, one AJ, but you know, as I, as I, as I, I've expressed numerous times, you know, I think what we're expressing here are mostly opinions and not so much fact. Which I would really love to have just a little bit more fact as to what is going on, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say that, well, these folks met here and these folks met here and why did they meet here? We don't know. Well, that is a fact. Uh, Privy to their conversations. We don't know what was said, you know, because it's secret. It's secret in America. If it's secret, then we don't know. What they talked about. We don't know what they talked about. We don't. We're not privy to it. Insiders have uh, supposedly given information. However, the fact is they did meet. It's not a coincidence that they met in the same spot right before an election. Okay. You don't find that coincidental? I, I find it interesting that they met. However, what we're doing. When who did they meet with? When we say that they met. Is, who did they meet with? Who went there? We're suggesting that that they met for nefarious purposes when we don't know. Uh, you don't know because there's no sunshine on there, and all the sunshine laws and sunshine acts in this country are supposed to throw the the uh, bleaching ability of the sun onto these things, so it keeps it clean. We don't know because it's kept secret, but we do know some of the people that have attended. We know that in the, the four years ago when they met in Chantilly, Virginia, that uh, Wolfowitz, uh, Paulson, Bernanke, all the major players, uh, Condoleezza Rice was uh, filmed going in there. So here we've got heads, uh, people in the government meeting. It's not on any agenda. It's not listed anywhere. If you go and you look at their calendars, it's not there. So Condoleezza Rice was there, but it's not on her calendar. Why? And you know what? My question's exactly why. We don't know why. Because she's not going to admit that she was there. Uh, let me think of a, a good example. Okay. We Are Change. You ever seen some of the We Are Change videos on YouTube? Yes. A guy by the name of Luke Radowski. Luke Radowski, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. believe, cornered. Uh, who's the senator... Barbara Boxer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, Barbara Boxer apparently went to Bilderberg. She's been seen at Bilderberg. Well, he cornered her and started asking her about Bilderberg. And i got to find the video. I'll send you the link to it. She ran like a rat in the halls of Congress to get away from uh, Redoubts. She even denied she even knew what the Bilderbergs were. She's been there. She's been there more than one. Yeah, but my whole my, my, my I guess what I'm trying to get to one AJ is we don't know what they talked about. Well, is that not nefarious enough for you? If they it, don't it, tell it, you what they talked about, if it's not on any agenda, if it's not official business of the United States government, then they are in violation of the Logan Act, which says you can't meet secretly with people from heads of state of other countries. Well, you know, two people having coffee, you know, at Starbucks or... They weren't having coffee at Starbucks. They were meeting with heads of state and kings and queens 
at the mm-hmm. Marriott, and they weren't in the in the diner in the uh, dining section. Okay. So they violated the Logan Act. Is that not nefarious enough for you? Uh, no, I, I'm not surprised at all that they violated this act or that act or the other act because nobody seems to be in the mood to prosecute anybody for anything. Because no one will right write about it. That's right. right. No one's going to prosecute it. They won't write about it. They won't even talk about it. You can't even get them to admit that the Bilderberg meetings exist, and yet they're there. It's Alice in Wonderland. It's, it's uh, The emperor has no clothes. Well, you know what, and we're we're we we you and I are on the same page, except for just one thing, one AJ. What's that? We're inferring, implying. We don't have any other choice. That something untoward is happening. Well, would you like to infer or imply that something good happened? I think I can't do. I can't honestly. You know, honestly, I'm 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 trying to be objective here. And if I balance you on a scale and, and a puff of wind goes by, and I say which side you're going to fall on that you think is more likely to happen, something good or something bad? Well, something bad mostly, but the well, because they're being secretive about it, they're not talking about it. They don't want you to know. Well, I mean, I keep a lot of secrets too, but that doesn't mean they're bad. But you cannot keep secrets like that from the American people. The American people have a right to know what you're doing. Now, you could say that what was discussed, but you won't even admit that you're there. It's not on your schedule. Hank Paulson went there. It's not on his schedule. It's something so they all have in common. It's but, not so on then, the, so their, then you're their, saying by simply, by simply meeting their uh, – the, 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 it, it, there's a there's a reasonable assumption yeah. that that something inappropriate is going on. I, I'm I'm just interested. My, my my primary objective here during the course of this conversation is to uh, uh, solicit to draw out some facts as to what these people were discussing and how it's going to affect us this coming election and beyond. And we well, don't if know. If you were to believe people like Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, who claims that they have smuggled out the some of the agendas and uh, he's published it in his on his website? You can see what it is they're talking about. The elections are certainly on the top of that list. All right, and I and I said something earlier that I don't think anybody caught. But don't you think that that McCain threw the election to Obama? I do not. I do not. You think, you think McCain campaigned to the best of his ability? I I believe that he certainly did. Or is it possible that McCain was steered in a direction that would make sure he lost? No, but it's by by his handlers. By whom? By his handlers. Who are they? The people that that uh, he hired. But these most of the people who are involved in these things end up in government in one way, shape, or another. I'll give you a good example, and they're rewarded for what they do. Let's talk about Don Rumsfeld. Do you know what Don Rumsfeld did before he was uh, Secretary of War? Secretary of Defense. Uh, yeah. Well, I know that he was uh, he was involved in in, ver- in a variety of administrations, uh, three 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 different administrations before that. And then the, when he leaves the administration, he goes into the business world. Mm-hmm. You can thank uh, Secretary Rumsfeld for uh, NutraSweet. Great, I got some right here. Yeah, it's poison. 
Okay, but all right, one AJ. I, 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 lo- I love supposition. I love getting into the nuances of, of what's going on in government and, and drawing out the facts of, of what's happening in the world and certainly what's going to play out with this election in just a couple of months. However, um, you know, oh, the, shadowy, the shadowy figures that are that, – that are, that are, uh, on all that, you know, I'm all, I'm all into it. I really am. But I, okay, I just, but didn't you I, hear I that like thing with Jack Brooks? You, you heard – you played it. Yeah, that I was did. From the court, that was from the Corbert report. I know exactly where that came from. Yeah, but yeah. I watched that video, and, and have you seen the video of that? Yes, I have it. I, and in fact, that's what I just played. Right, but uh, what I'm asking is, did you watch the video of it? You saw Ali North, and did you see his face when it yes. was brought up? Yes. When the question yes, I was did. asked, I, I actually played the video itself. And, did and he look a mite uncomfortable to you? Of course, he did. Right. But then again, the shadow you know, government, the shadow government, the continuity of government, some think is the real government. Is the government that runs the government that we see. The continuity of government is something that was created in uh at the towards the end of the last century in the 60s and 70s. And these guys will do anything to protect it. Do you really believe that we're in the land of the free? I understand that you fought, that you uh, gave service to this country in the military, but you also took an oath. But do you really believe that we're free? Do you really believe this country is the freest country in the world? Because if you tell me that yes, I and you give me examples, I'm going to show you where those examples don't hold water. Because we're not I, free. I do believe. I'll tell you what I believe. I believe that if Americans believe, if, if if the majority of Americans believe that we are free, and it's discovered that we're really not, then we will be free. Uh, if it's discovered really what they're up to, I think there's going to be a violent revolt. Oh, that's what I, I, that's believe. what I that's what I tried. I said without saying it. But the, the thing is. Let me just let me let me get uh, David in here before we sign off. David, yep. definitive, yes or no? Do you believe that the president would consider suspending the election of 2012 in just a couple of months? If he believes that he is going to lose. I, yes or no? Uh, let me qualify it. Okay, I will say yes. He would if he thought he could. Get away with it, and you don't believe that the point is moot because uh, Mitt Romney and Obama are two sides of the same coin, and they get their orders from some shadowy figures like the Bilderbergers and and those folks. There may be some influence there, but mm-hmm. uh, Bilderberg's ultimate goal is to make a, like a one-world corporation, mm-hmm. with uh, nation states being just references. Not that it doesn't mean anything. And yeah. you know, I, but isn't I, that exactly what Obama's doing right now? Yes, that yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and do you believe that Romney, Romney won't do the same Romney, thing? Romney's pushing to make America, you know, uh, uh, exceptional. I mean, to some degree, he's, he's saying that at least. Well, Obama's show me evidence of that, that. Though, show me evidence of he's Romney Obama really following the say, Constitution. America's special, just like Greek Greeks think Greece is special, and you know, and, and all that. Uh, All right. 
Well, know, let me let me let me say it real quickly here. If you want to mm-hmm. see what our future is, if you want to know the path we are now on as in this country, I suggest you go and you look at Argentina. And look at what the governments of Argentina did to the Argentinian people. Exactly like Obama, Menem and uh, I forget the other guy's name, got in there on promises that they were going to reform, they were going to make things more constitutional. And as soon as they got in, the the corduroy pants-wearing Menem, who always wore a cowboy hat, all of a sudden put on a very uh, nice Italian three-piece suit and started looking like somebody that nobody ever even knew. They had never met him before. And he started selling things off. He started selling off the the, um, the, the, the coffers of the country. And, the, and there's no middle class in Argentina anymore. And what do you see happening in America right now? Where's the middle class? And where are they going? Are they getting stronger, or is the middle class being decimated? All great questions, uh, some of which will have to be answered on tomorrow's show. We'll be back, and we're going to go ahead and continue this discussion because I believe where there's smoke, there's fire, and the blogosphere is alive with talk about Obama possibly suspending elections if it becomes quite clear that he will not win. I know that there are several other Blog Talk Radio hosts who are on this subject. I have I have in front of me at this very moment and on my screen uh, one, two, three, four, five, six articles written within the last week that express deep concerns that the election is going in the wrong direction for Obama and that There are documents that he has signed, executive orders and the like, that will give him the power to suspend elections and declare a national emergency, which AJ, one AJ says, has already existed since 1933. So, if that's the case, then Obama only needs to pull the trigger. So the same thing I, with Bush. Bush only needed to pull the trigger as well. He had but, the capability. But, but he did he did not. He left office and, and I think my point And Obama and, will leave office too. And Obama will leave office too. So And he the, will leave us with Romney who will continue all of the things that Obama's doing now. All right. So we'll we'll continue this on, on tomorrow and we'll talk more about it. Hopefully some of my other blog talk um uh, peers will get into it and we'll we'll talk some more about it. And and then we'll get into you know the Bilderbergers and 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 what what are who are these people, and and what are, what are their goals? I, I know that I remember oh. that thing that I was trying to think of. So, the Bilderbergs are in a category for for whatever reason of uh, conspiracy. You know, like the Alex Jones things. He brings up mm-hmm. you know, the chemtrails, M yep. Ultra, you know, things like that, and then the Bohemian Grove and, and stuff like that. Some of which is what I was trying to say is some of that stuff is dead end uh, rabbit holes, and it's meant to you know it's meant to suck as many people into that direction, and then the Bilderberg thing gets lumped into that, so that you know with all this wild stuff, people will say, oh well you you're a, you you know you you believe uh, about the Bilderbergs, you must be a, a nut also. Well, they're you know they're like one of the one of the real aspects. I mean, there are, there are a few others. You know, the uh, you know the, I, I really don't think that the 9/11 was an inside job, but a lot of people do. 
you know, so so when you when you get some of the things that we're talking about, then uh, you know we're we're nuts because it's all in the same category. But some of it is BS, some of it is not, and and that's why it doesn't get covered because they it gets lumped into uh, all you know all the 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 wacko category. Well, we're going to explore this some more. I, want I think to know, we should explore the 9-11 inside job because I absolutely believe it was an inside job. Then you don't know anything about Islam. Uh, that's not a logical conclusion on your part. The fa- you no, could say I, 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 know, I, I do or I don't know. It's not a logical conclusion on your part. Uh, well, you haven't heard what I have to say about that. I've heard it all. I don't believe you have. Well, all right. You can try. Doc, great show. All right. Well, thanks. We're going to get into it a little bit more. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Um, uh, will Obama keep power by any means necessary by Stella Paul in The American Thinker? We'll pick this up again tomorrow. We'll get a little bit deeper into it because I think it bears uh, a little bit more in-depth discussion. And we need to go ahead and... Um, and get with one angry Jew about the Bilderbergers, the shadowy figures in the background, allegedly pulling the strings. What are their real goals? What are, they, are their objectives? Because, you know what, quite frankly, I don't think it's been spelled out as clearly as it needs to be. And so we're going to get into that, and hopefully one angry Jew will come back and uh, help us out with that while we, uh, we try to explore who's really behind our government. What's it all about? What are their goals? What's the point of all this? If this is all that, that's going on, why are we even voting? What's the point? I mean, I'm up, at, I'm up at 5 o'clock watching Fox and Friends first and watching Fox and Friends and then watching Fox News as much as I can, tuning it in on satellite radio when I'm outside the house. I'm keeping up with what's going on. I'm concerned. I'm engaged. But one angry Jew is suggesting that it's all for naught. I'm wasting my time. My vote doesn't really matter. He didn't say that, but that's what's being suggested. So we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Thank you, 1AJ, for, two, for, for giving the benefit of your wisdom and insight. And, of course, you, uh, you too, David Graham, Stay Mad Radio, and the author of Stay Mad. We'll get back into this tomorrow. I hope everyone has a great night. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. We are out of here.